What's up, everybody? Welcome to Smart to Death here on Shooting the Sports-ish. If you are listening to this on our individual podcast feed, which is going to take a little bit to get back, but exciting news before we do the intro video. So those of you guys, uh, before we do an intro, just so you know, Smart to Death is now on its own feed on uh, all podcast places, everywhere that you can listen to a podcast. So if you like Shooting the Sports-ish content, but specifically just Smart to Death, you can get that there, only on there. Leave us a five-star Firefox Splash rating and review. That'd be great. Help us regain some of those old Smart to Death listeners. And also enjoy this song that I found now. So who is you expecting to choose for wrestling news? Rumors and predictions, collecting the views. We paid our dues and we got nothing to lose. Coming straight from the hearts of two respectable dudes. Don't be confused. We're talking pay-per-views and upcoming cards. We're number one in your ears and number one in your hearts. There's a new show every week. It ain't that hard to check. I would like to welcome you to Smart to Death. So you guys know that is Ant Won't Stop, who is on Twitter. He always does a bunch of YouTube. Uh, he does a bunch of songs for every single wrestling pay-per-view. He's a very talented musician. Uh, you probably heard his music on other podcasters. He's a great dude. Tom, how are you doing this week, brother? Uh, Tony, we're doing. I, I went ahead and had the double shot today, and not because it's St. Patrick's Day, but because I had to get vaccinated. Nice. So, uh, you know, we, we spent yesterday on the couch and uh, <laughs> recovered from the second shot, and we're A-OK today, man. We are counting down. Ah, yeah, you know, that uh, sounds miserable. I've not gotten mine yet. I, I like, I can. I'm a teacher in Texas, but we'll we'll get there eventually, probably. Um, but it, it's crazy. Like before we get, I know, like you guys are probably so tired of hearing a pandemic stuff, but like Tom and I don't talk about it the way a lot of people do. I've been, I was looking through my Facebook timeline today. Like you know, you look on Facebook and you can see shit that you posted last year, and it is bizarre to look at stuff from last year to this year, like just thinking about how different things were, you know what I mean? Like how bizarre is, is where we're at now compared to last year. It's, I think the craziest part to me is like legit. I look back at some of those things that happened around this time last year. Was it the cancellation of the bars here in the local Michigan area because we were all shut down and then opening day baseball's canceled. NBA is canceled. I just can't believe it's only been a year. Like, I cannot believe it has only been a year. Oh, I feel like 45 years older. Dude, you're telling me. You are it's telling a, me. I'll, I'll never forget, and we'll get onto the wrestling news real quickly um, after this, but I'll never forget at the beginning of the pandemic, I bought so much food, and I had a cleaning lady at the time, which, like, I feel terrible saying that out loud. Like, I had a cleaning lady <laughs> at one point, which is just the most privileged thing in the world to say, but here we are. Um, and... I had to cancel her and it was like the hardest decision I'd made in my life at that point. I'm like, I, I can't like, I can't have her keep coming, but like I got a baby and this house is a wreck and I, we've not cleaned our house since, but I bought groceries while she was cleaning the house and we bought fucking everything, man. Like frozen <laughs> pizzas, pizza rolls, corn dogs, junk galore. Cause I was like, restaurants are going to close and we have a baby. We eat out so much. And then guess what? We just ate out all the time because restaurants needed our help and uh, that convinced <laughs> me to buy things but it's crazy it's i mean it's a, it's an awesome crazy to look back to where we are now and like slowly we're all starting to get into things and more importantly we're starting to see fans and arenas wrestling is taking off bunch of shit's happening mania is a few weeks away let's start with mania it's, this it's week. the light at the end of the tunnel so 
it, it's the light at the end of the tunnel. After all these months, we're finally starting to see that, you know what, there is going to be some normality coming back to us. We, we, we've we've yeah. reached to that point. And WWE said, boys and girls, would you like some normal? Uh, I'm actually surprised that they're selling the tickets that they are. They are at this point, this time, selling 25,000 tickets per day. I, that's less than the Super Bowl, isn't it? It is less than the Super Bowl by a lot. It is That's less than their. It's less than their original provision of the forty-five thousand. I have a yeah. theory here, and I'll share it with you and anyone listening. I think they're going to do a twenty-five and twenty-five release, meaning I think we're going to see twenty-five thousand released this week, and probably twenty-five thousand released in two weeks from now when stuff even calms even more than it already is. I think they wanted to get that initial bump in sales. Yeah. I think they want to claim a sellout, but I do strongly feel they're going to put another 20,000 at least tickets on sale. I cannot see this venue, WWE, only having less than 30,000 fans. I, I don't see it. Not I don't with think Dana, it, not with UFC no. running full venues the week after indoors. Nope. Let me just say this, too. And, like, I know, like, I was talking to one of my coworkers about this today. And uh, or yesterday, and she was like, "Man, I heard UFC is going to run full capacity arenas." And like, if, if you disagree with this opinion that that I'm going to say, I get it. Like, I like we're at a point in the pandemic where you kind of just have to be comfortable with what you're going to do. Someone has to jump first, right? It was always going to be Dana White that jumped first. <laughs> like, I mean, who else was it going to be? But, but it was always hey, going to be Dana, and then Vince. I'm surprised Vince didn't jump right after. But you say this, and the NFL did almost 20,000 a Super Bowl back in January. Well, I understand circumstances were different. They have much more money for testing, the, the personnel they allowed in there, the tickets they gave away. Sure, the I get all those was in factors. a worse situation, though. It was a worse a hundred, situation. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You know, here we are, you know, vaccinating, you know, 13 million people every 48 hours. And it's like, okay, what, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? So you mentioned, Tone, somebody has to jump. Yep. Well, Dana, you know, whether it was the beginning of this week or over the weekend, decided I'm moving to Florida. I'm running in Jacksonville. I'm running yeah. indoor. I'm running. Tw I think it's I think it's 12,000 seats. I think they can get in 14,000 with the floor configuration if they wanted to. Sure. And Dana said from day one, I'm not running half capacity. If I'm going back to venues, I'm running full fans. He yeah. just did it a hell of a lot more than the rest of us thought he would. And that's not for me to judge at this point one year later. It's not. Yeah. It's very easy for me to say who had the very fortunate circumstance of being able to get vaccinated as early as I did. So for me to say in three weeks from now, hey, it's not my problem is not fair. But what I yeah. will say is I can no longer say it's my decision. I, I don't have any say in that. I was one of the lucky ones. Right. It, it's truly going to be up to everybody else and how they handle things moving forward. Yeah. It is. And, and again, like, you know, like it's. <sighs> It's tough to really talk about. It's like it's tough. It's tough to you can't tell people how to feel. Number one, you can't tell sure. people how to feel about this situation because it's it is it is concerning. But this day was going to come, and it, like I I see people like yeah. WWE is going to do twenty five thousand motherfucker. I thought they were going to say sixty five thousand. Like I'm just going to be honest with you. I thought they were going to say sixty five thousand. I think they're going to get to sixty thousand. I one hundred percent agree with you, and I thought it was going to be a little differently. If I was going to look back 48 hours ago, I thought they were going to go 50,000 a day and another 10 yeah. to 15 later. I thought it was going to be close to 
capacity for a football game, not for a WrestleMania, but capacity for a football game. Sure. Give the optics, give the visual. The biggest thing you mentioned, though, is there's no end date for this. It's not like, hey, one day we're going to turn on the Internet. We're going to turn on the news and the president's going to go, ladies and gentlemen, we're back to normal. Normal is going to be when certain areas of the country open up and decide to move no, on. There's no major health ramifications after that. And they decide to move on. Exactly. And then yeah. it'll spread. Um, I say spread by opening. I don't mean virus anymore at this point. But yeah, there's just there's nothing to tell people yes or no. And you mentioned it again, going back to it. Someone's gonna dive in. Well, Dana dived in. What is Vince yep. gonna do next at this point? And I can assure you too, Tony Khan's looking on that back burner at what Vince does in Florida. And if yep. Vince is only gonna run, and I highly doubt this is gonna happen for anyone listening, but let's just say he only runs twenty five thousand fans. Yeah, that is not something Tony wants to see. No. Because then no. you're talking, okay, Vince is running 20%, 15% capacities when you break down the numbers. No, Tony doesn't want to see that. And he's done a great job there. But sure, he would love to have 5,000 people in the amphitheater, right? But right. he can't do that first. And they've always said they're not going to, right? That's fine. Sure. I respect that decision. So it is surprising. It's surprising it's outdoor. It's surprising it's Florida. I, yeah. I will be shocked. I'll leave it at this. If there's not over 50,000 at stadium when this show happens. I will too. I, I will too. I don't, I, I don't see why they wouldn't. I don't see why they wouldn't do more. And I think it's brilliant, good PR, smart marketing. I think it's very intelligent for them to, if they are going to do what you said they do for them to slowly say, okay, we're re the pandemic's really getting better. Con the part of the country's opening. It's been two weeks. Nothing's happened. We're going to crank it, uh, crank it up another 25,000. I think we can sure. get more people in. I think it's, it I mean, Test the waters. You got it. You point. know what? It, too, from an optic standpoint, again, nobody's going to crucify them for selling 25,000 tickets on Friday. No, no, would no. They, no. If they were selling 50,000, though, is my question. I think they would. Okay. Yeah. So, again, so they get the best of both worlds from a PR and an optic standpoint. They're going to sell 25 and claim it's a sellout. Everything's hunky-dory. And then I assure you they released more later, as you mentioned. And I mentioned, okay, we're getting better. We're still getting better. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see what happens. My my hope is to be cautiously optimistic that this goes well, and just like Super Bowl went well, nobody got sick from that. That nobody spread. We got to keep it going, man. I mean, we got to like I. It is encouraging to me as somebody that would really like to do a lot of these things to see this happening. So, um, let's move on to the next topic here. Impact is <laughs> stupid. They, I hit the button. Hit whatever buttons we got. I mean, what, what, are, we, what are we hitting here? We tell gotta, the fans first. Tell the fans first for seven months. What, what's going on with Impact? What did Impact think was a tremendous idea to do? They are running a show on the first night of WrestleMania. The price is wrong. That's a bad decision. I, who's going to buy that show? I wish you could see my hand motions right now. I have so many issues with this. Let's pretend it's a different Mania season, right? Yeah, exactly. And Saturday doesn't exist. We have the one-day Mania, which is Sunday, right? Guess what Saturday would have been? It would have been Ring of Honor. It would have been NXT in a normal yes. world, right, back in the day. Right. And you're also still getting 60 indie shows. So in a regular time, it would still be asinine to run Mania Weekend on Saturday night because you would get slaughtered. Yep. But let's do it while Mania is two nights on a Saturday. 
And I don't care if you release your pay-per-view at noon on Saturday. There is indie shows with lineups that are going to be just as good as that show because it's not one of their marquee pay-per-views. It's no insult right. to anyone on the show, but this isn't a major pay-per-view for them. Yeah. Why wouldn't you have just released this on a fucking Wednesday and said, you know what? Let's give them a price break. Let's release it on a Wednesday before all this starts. We can try to wrap in some fans that aren't yet gone for me. I just, I, I have nothing good to say about this, Tony. It doesn't really make sense. It's uh, it's incredibly confusing. That like, it's very, very confusing to do that. And uh, like, like you said, do it on a Wednesday. Do it on a Thursday. Do it on a Tuesday. Yep. Do it on another. Don't do it on Wednesday. Wednesday is also a bad idea. But like, you well, why yeah, did you, you not saying though? Or right? Even like, do it on Monday. Even do it on Monday before during Raw. Dude, I I don't know what night they're airing right now at this point, and, and I'm sorry. I, I Tuesdays. It's, it's Tuesdays. And you know what? Run your pay-per-view that Tuesday instead of your normal show. Just make it a nice two-hour special, right? And yep. that kind of kicks off the week of Mania season because then you go to NXT Wednesday, go to NXT Thursday, you, you go to friggin' SmackDown Friday, Mania, Mania, Raw, SmackDown, Mania, Raw times 8 million yep. events, whatever you want to do. I don't – there's nothing that anyone can tell me that this is a good idea. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I don't. I don't think it's a good idea. It, like, you do have to run your show on someday, though. Like you're but gonna, you have to, we have to run a mania show. Well, do you though? In this year, no. this year, do you? You do have to on a normal mania year, but this year and last year, you didn't have to run a pay per view. You could have waited till next week. Right, and they didn't, and that's the whole thing. Because to me, even if someone isn't watching it live, right, between right. all the shows from the collective, between all the shows on IWTV. I just can't see somebody telling me, hey, I'm going to go spend $29.95 to watch this Impact show right. versus I'm going to buy a collective package. Oh, I'm going to subscribe to IWTV for $9.95 for every single show they put on there. Like, I don't see wrestling fans doing this. I know. No. No, I don't either. It's it, it's a it's a weird decision. They had to run a show at some point. I hope that I hope that we're wrong and about a bunch of people watch the show. But but hey, know. why couldn't they have just done it the following weekend? I don't understand that either. Why not do it the following weekend? Um, whoever is in charge of running the shows is to blame. Uh, if you're saying like the people that are in charge of running Impact, yeah, they're definitely to blame. Like, I mean, no doubt about it. And it, a lot of it does have to do with WWE is to blame because they're taking up freaking four or five days of programming. So you are screwing over people for that Dude, week. Hey. Look at it this way. It's every year that's like that, though, because if not, you would have had the Hall of Fame ceremony tossed in. So it truly doesn't matter. They would have owned that sure. category. Difference, as you make the point of, you have a Hall of Fame going into the Ring of Honor show. It's yeah. kind of like, okay, they have a chance at playing. I get what you're saying. Yeah, 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 no doubt. Uh, let's move on to the next topic here. Um, there was a Lights Out match tonight on AEW. We were both very excited that the women um took their uh had a main event and i am going to do this here let me take this headset off hats off to Britt baker and thunder rosa it has been a long time coming um the women have the women have deserved every every woman deserves to main event a wrestling show at some point in 2021 2020 2019 it was very irritating as a women's wrestling fan to not see AEW give a Sheeta match, maybe Sheeta versus Britt Baker, Sheeta versus Nyla Rose, something like that, a chance as a main event. Right. But if you told me a year ago, hey, we're not doing it yet because we're going to give you this fucking bomb-ass wrestling match between Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Britt's going to take spots on thumbtacks. They're both going to be busted open. 
this match was unbelievably good and is absolutely that is this is my type of wrestling i like that the <laughs> gritty bloody violent just desperation to what wins the match and it was a great spot this is to me that's the best dynamite match i've seen that's my favorite dynamite match so far i think to me and whether you want to say that it was your favorite or you want to say it was great or you want to say it was up there for yours for let's forget about yours for a second yeah so in my opinion, from a draw, from a we need to capture more fans, we need to capture a different, bigger audience. Sure. This match may have done more than many other matches they've ever had. And I say this yeah. because you'd mentioned they showcased the women. The women are in the main, but they didn't hold back one second. They let those women bump the way men would. So congratulations to them. I'm so happy for what they did for the equality standpoint, but I'm also happy yeah. for AEW for letting them do that. Britt took some ugly ass bumps in this match. She At did. one point, if you haven't seen this, and Tony backed me up, there was a minimum of 500 thumbtacks sticking out of her body at one point. Just <laughs> Yeah, it seemed like it, yeah. Engulfed the back of her head or arms or legs or back. They're yeah. bumping on chairs. As you mentioned, they're both busted open, which looked the real way and gigged on both of them, which was like, holy crap. Like, that's when you know you're going to war. And the finish of the match, you get Britt even more over because you just deliver this finish where she gets dropped through a table to the outside of the ring. Yep. The pin is on the outside of the ring. If I had to critique one thing in this entire match, I hated the pin being on the outside of the ring. Because in a lights-out match, I still expect the pin in the ring. I don't expect it falls count anywhere. That's my only critique, and it's neither one of the ladies' faults. Um, so, go ahead, go ahead, they, go ahead. They both came across like stars, though. It was great to see. I'm very mm -hmm. curious when I see viewership numbers. Not what they did as a total. I want to see what they did with the women age 12 to 34. I want to see what they did with the women age 18 to 50. If yeah. they can fix that demo for AEW, they're worth their weight in gold right now. Yeah. So I I disagree with you completely about the match, um, about the pin on the outside. So to me, okay. it's told, it works with the story that was being told to me. So these two have had a match before. It goes to a lights out match because they've had they have this vicious blood feud going on. Right. They've already done battle. To me. Uh, it showed like the very beginning of this match was Thunder Rosa just desperately trying to beat the absolute living crap out of Brit and doing yeah. anything she can to beat her to a pulp and then win the match. So her having to do this crazy top rope match through the table that like the spot had to go through the table. She put her finisher through the table and then pins her immediately shows multiple things to me. One Thunder Rosa is a smart wrestler. She knew she could pin her to the outside and she knew she had to take do the most desperately large move and pin it to the outside. I, because of the type of match, this is fine. I don't need it in Tony, the middle of the ring. I don't care. Tony, my issue is not with what the ladies did. If you're going to say that pins count anywhere, say lights out, non-sanctioned falls count anywhere, just so I know where it's finishing. That's my only, only issue with it. And it's a small critique. The match was I was awesome. under the impression that lights out matches are falls count anywhere. I was under the impression that that's always how they are. I just wish they'd clarify that. That's all because they've had others think, where they pretty much didn't, you know, I think they did. I think it's just that you had Kenny finished in these matches versus ver versus Britain, Thunder Rosa and Kenny's going to finish matches in the middle. He was, a, he's going to finish matches in the middle of the ring. He's a wrestling dude like that. 
makes more sense to me. Uh, sure. Brian K. I'll put this comment back up here. He says that that yeah. match was not just the best women's match that I've seen on TNT this year. It's the best main event I've seen from AEW since they launched their TV. I 100% oh, wow. agree because I think it had the best, most implications for the future of that women's division. It made two stars. And let's just throw another topic in here. Hey, go ahead. Before you get another topic, I'll say this. I can't think off the top of my head of a more impactful finish of an AEW Dynamite show because what I saw tonight was one of those moments where, and I, I'm not trying to make this sound bigger than it is, but when I saw sure. Lita and Trish have that one match on Raw where they got the main event, that reminded me of this. It was one of sure. those damn moments where I was like, I'm going to remember that this happened on AEW. I'm going to remember that this was the main event. I'm going to remember this was a great match where, yes, yeah. a lot of the other times, and maybe these very talented workers were building to the next show, but it's also a lot of the times eight or 12 people in the ring to end the show. This sure. was super memorable. I, I don't, I'm sure there's arguments to be made about the best finish they've had, but I can't argue it's not in the top three because that's asinine right now. Uh, Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that completely. I, I think that it's, uh, I, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think it's a, the most impactful match that they've had so far. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. I, I, it, it they're like, they're, this is the main, like the first main event in a long time that ended not only where we felt like we had two new stars made, but it ended where we didn't have a post-match beat down to end the show right. or stable standing tall. Like it was just match. Right. Thunder Rosa looks like a badass. Britt looks dead. And then we move yep. on. Yep. to next week and it was awesome uh the topic i wanted to get into is that we didn't have this on here how good is Britt baker right now just as an aside um i i want i want everyone listening to think about that question for a second because there was many people six seven months into ew who criticized Britt up and down she I was one of the spot she's not ready for it Oh my God, I can't believe they let her run the division, so on and so forth. Yep, that was me. I was there. While this occurred, by the way, nothing else was good happening in the division. It was a complete pile of nonsense between cutting hair and Brandy being the face of the division, if we're being honest. It's not like we gave Britt anything Mm. to work with, Tony. True Mm. or false? No, no, there's nothing for her to work with, and there's nobody for her to work with. So we decide, hey, listen, Britt's not getting over. We're going to turn her heel. Okay, she could have been upset about that as the face of the women of AEW as she was built. What did she do? She accepted the role. The pandemic happened. She accepted the role more. Then she got hurt and owned the role. Do I like the backstage, um, what does she call them, the office segments that she has on there? No, I thought they were terrible. But that doesn't affect her as a character or her in the ring. She's came leaps and bounds to where she was a year ago. For sure. Yeah, I think she's fantastic right now. Um, Neville Triplett here says that I feel like AEW is reacting to the importance impact has put on their women's division. I thought the match was fantastic. It's eager to see where they go from here. I think so, too. I think they finally are in a spot now where they have enough women in the division. It took a long time, but they have done enough building these other women around the division. The, not the Nyla Jaxis. No, uh, sorry, Nyla Rose. Uh, not I do that every time. And they're very <laughs> different wrestlers. And one of them is actually good, and the other one is awful. Um, Nyla Rose... 
Uh, you have Thunder Rosa now. Britt Baker's come on into her own, definitely. Then you have like Danny Jordan starting to look good. Anna Jay was looking good before she got hurt. Now you have the women that you can really start to push this division. Sure. And I, I, I think it's a huge deal, and it's awesome. Let me add on to that, then. I also feel that there is a conjugated effort with Impact and AEW because a lot of those women from Impact are ready for the next big hurrah, the next big yep. push, the next big payday. And hypothetically speaking, if you're working with somebody, that next big payday should be AEW. But a lot of them were very hesitant based on how the women were booked. I think this is one of those snowballs that, for a good standpoint, it's going to work out well for AEW. Sure. Uh, somebody I just saw here on Twitter said, I love that when watching AEW, you can share valid criticism, and within two months, it's completely shattered. We move the goalposts in the women's division. They keep moving forward. Um, uh, we're further forward than we were two months ago, more so than I ever thought we'd be. And that is the one thing that I will say when people say w that AEW is WCW rehashed is that they are actually they actually actively try to fix their mistakes when the fans no. don't like it. Now, listen, I, I agree with you, and I agree with what was said, okay? Trying to fix what happened, right? Sure. But what I can't do is hand them all the eggs right now. Yeah, it sure, we got to see it more time. than let's, one time. Yes, let's see it more than once. Let's see it combined. It's not yeah, a negative. No. It's not a positive, but let's just see how it's going. For tonight, absolutely. Home run, right? Home run. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Let's move on to the next topic here. Drew versus Bobby is uh, as predicted, as extremely predictable, and not bad. <laughs> Drew, no. uh, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley is your main uh, co-main event, I would imagine, unless they do Bianca and no. Sasha as the main event as co-main event. Uh, oh, I, a, get, I get what you're saying. Yep. Okay. This is a huge match. This is going to be a very good match. This is going to be a nice old school '90s wrestling feeling match between two massive humans. And I, Bobby is Bobby Lashley is. I cannot believe that we are actually in a world, in a timeline, where Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre are both being booked incredibly well at the same time, and it, this match is going to rule. When is the last time going into a major WWE WrestleMania title match where both people have been built up for the better part of the last year as almost untouchable? Oh, Maximum I'll, of three losses on both sides. I'll do you one better. When's the last time both male main events actually had all four guys that looked like legitimately good characters that were worth rooting for. I mean, w even you, you're, yeah, you're just going outside the box. Now I want one match. You're talking two, damn it. We're talking years, right? I mean, you're talking <laughs> Sasha and Bianca. I mean, we can, I'm excited to talk about mania because yeah, their main draw matches are going to be like, you're going to have your four title belts that are going to be on that show. Bobby's booked. Well, Drew's booked. Well, Oscar's booked. Well, Charlotte's Charlotte. Uh, Roman's booked obviously very well. Edge yep. has been booked well for the last year. Sasha yep. looks great. Bianca looks great. Yep. There are some questionable don't, things about WWE, but hey, look hey, at how don't fucking forget, good they are right now. Don't forget we've we've got New Day versus AJ Omas, where you look at it from the outside, you're like, why is this happening? But from the inside perspective, they're giving you this mania moment with his first match against New Day. And mark yeah. my words, AJ will carry the shit out of this match. This sure. match will be good. This is a challenge. Him and Woods are good friends. He's friends with Kofi. Like They're going to make sure Omos looks like a big monster. And that's yep. cool, and that's unique. And don't forget, Biggie's going to have an IC title match. We're going to have a Riddle US match. Like Mania card's good. You're right. Yeah, it's good. They're building They're building a great card. It's unfortunate that the show that's coming up is coming up. But let's talk about something fun before we do. Former 24-7 champion Bad Bunny 
is a Grammy winner. So we've had a president as a, as a Hall of Famer, and now yes. we've had the 24-7 title has the proud lineage of Grammy Award winner. Um, Grammy Award winner, Super Bowl winner. Yeah. I mean. Tape on look, my glasses tape is starting to come apart here in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> I look, look like a I, geek. I, I think WWE learned something, and I'll tell you this. When Gronk had the title, it didn't do a ton for him, for WWE, because sure. Gronk wasn't on TV that much, right, at the time. He was retired no, from the yeah, NFL, he wasn't, wasn't on yeah. a sports show, so on and so forth. Whereas with Bad Bunny, from an international standpoint, he's on everywhere. everything. Everywhere. Yeah. And they did their best job marketing that title. They put it on SNL. Yep. They put it on the awards show. He filmed a commercial with it. And he loved it because he likes wrestling. I think that's the best part. Like people are gonna say, "Oh yeah, you say he likes wrestling, but they're paying him well." This man can make so much more money not wrestling. Yeah. Like you right. know that as that type of a international celebrity person in music. Like you know you can make way more. Sure, but he likes it. He likes doing it. I thought what they did with him was great, and I look yeah. forward to his Mania match too. We haven't talked about that one. No, no, we haven't. We'll wait on that one, but okay. I think it's cool. I think it's yeah. cool. Um, so tonight on AEW Dynamite, looks like we are furthering along the story. I think you and I kind of assumed was going to happen. We thought they were going to move toward Good Brothers versus Young Bucks. It looks like they are indeed doing that with the Bucks as the faces and uh, Kenny and the Good Brothers as the heels. Um, clearly, Kenny will not be. He was going to get involved in that match, and somehow either yes. he's going to turn on the Good Brothers or he's or he's going to fuck over the Good Brothers or uh, the Young Bucks. Yes. Um, yes. So it looks like they're splitting up the elite completely, which is strange to think about uh, less uh, than two years after the uh, after it. But it's strange to think about. But wasn't it always inevitable they were going to just put them all their separate ways? Yes. But let me walk this out for you. OK. In my opinions. Okay. Okay, I think listening. the good brothers had to drop the impact tag titles so they then can lose to the Bucks. OK. Sure. That's sure. this is my opinion. I also feel that with turning the Bucks and Omega, you're going to get the Bucks closer to Hangman, which is going to make Hangman a bigger star. So when you're ready to finally pay off Paige and Omega, whatever amount of months down the line it is, I like that. He will be the star of that side of the elite. That's how I think it's going to go. And because they book so traditional and so smart, I think it's probably the way they're going. I think uh, I like that. I think that's a great idea. I think that's an absolute great idea. Um, I think that you backing the Grizzlies to win is paying off for you as they just won, by the way. Really? Um, so good nice. for you on that, uh, <laughs> uh, on our other lives, if you will, our uh, degenerate lives there. Um, let's uh, get into the Holy next thing. Yeah, Sorry. they barely won by two. Yeah, they won by two I, points. That, that's like just needed a W. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's well, move on to fast. Let's move on. Fast Lane is this weekend, and the, we'll talk about the big topic that's on everybody's mind at the end of the show. We're almost done here. Not going to about forty five minutes today, which is still long, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> Fast Lane card is shaping up as Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan as your main event for the Universal Title. Drew versus Sheamus. Orton, uh, Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss. Big E versus Apollo. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus Sasha and Bianca for the tag titles. Um, you have and Big E versus Apollos for the IC title. You're not crazy about this card as we were talking about it before the show. I am. I think this is a really good card. 
Damn it, I maybe I'm like I, I maybe I, 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 like, the damn Grizzlies in the over, not the under. Damn it. No, I just it'll be a good card, right? Like fundamentally, yeah. it'll be a very good card. I think WB unfortunately has taught us a couple of things right now. Uh-oh. Number one, these pay per views that aren't expected to deliver, they will find a way to do it somehow. So we're gonna have this sure. show on Sunday. We will have the Fiend return. Obviously, you're doing Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss. The Fiends returning, they're pretty much telling you that, right? I, I think we're going to have Brian and Roman. Edge is the enforcer. Edge is the ref to build that up. I'm not certain that WWE hasn't concluded that they're not doing a three-way at this point with Brian and Roman and Edge. And I think mm. that's why that's continuing. There's two ways they can go yeah. with it. You can go Owens and Brian versus Usos at Mania. Sure. Or or you can go Brian, Edge, and Roman. Guess what? Roman doesn't have to be pinned. Edge can play off the fantasy storyline in front of the crowd and pop everyone home happy. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I, I, I don't disagree with you. I I'm not as negative about this card. I think it's a good card for a fast lane. Like th- I mean, this is fast lane, man. This isn't a big four <laughs> pay-per-view. And you're getting Roman versus Daniel is a good main event, is a B pay-per-view main event. It could it could be a main main event if Daniel Bryan. Okay, no, 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 no doubt. No doubt. Okay, that's fair. So fair. Drew versus Sheamus in pay-per-view. Now that sucks because we see it every week. So that's, that's a bummer. problem because we saw but, it a week ago. And- but we're getting it, we're getting more bill to Orton versus Bliss moving to the Fiend versus Randy Orton, which is fine. This is a good sure. stepping stone pay-per-view match. Sure. Big E versus Apollo is a going to be a great match and a great pay-per-view quality match. And Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler and Shayna Baszler versus Sasha and Bianca is a whatever match. They could do this on Raw, but they're not, and that's fine. I like. I just don't have a problem. Other than Sheamus and Drew, that's the one that I'm like, oh, I mean, do we need this? Is this show worthy of being the very first pay-per-view on Peacock? We'll talk but, about that. We'll, I, we'll wait because you're going to rant for a while on that one. I know. I just think that I think they've got some surprises up their sleeve. Um, whether they play them out all the way this week on CM Sunday. Punk, CM Punk's coming back. CM Punk's coming back. Start the rumor. Guys, everybody, he said there's a surprise. <laughs> CM Punk is returning to wrestling, guys. He's going to do it. I'm just kidding. That was excessive. When I say a little bit, when I say surprise, I mean life-changing, world-altering, Hall of Fame-worthy, okay? (laughs) I'm just saying I think they'll have some surprises for their Peacock show. (laughs) One of them may be that the stream's not working, but hey. Well, that's true. We'll talk about that. Queen of the Indies is here. Hello, my friend. Neville Triplett says, I don't normally like uh, fast lane, but I think Roman Reigns is money is heel. And uh, Drew's really solid. I agree with that, too. Probably I think this great. card's going to be yeah. good. And then uh, Brian Casey's, he wishes they'd held off on uh, Big E and Apollo till Mania. That's I fine. That. But I agree, I agree with, that. with that because all of us as fans know that Apollo is good, but WWE knows that he must not be much of a draw, so they don't care. I just think the other thing is who else, as he mentioned, is Big E going to face unless unless it's a Sammy or a Kevin at this point. I digress. I, lo- I love that uh, Queen of the Indies, our, our buddy Tiffany, said wow to all of the buttons I just hit. Because I wasn't paying attention to the chat. I'm just fucking hitting buttons, man. Are you, like, ser- 
Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I was. Absolutely. Kylie Ray is returning to wrestling in June for Warrior Wrestling. They announced that tonight. Um, Kylie has been in and out of wrestling over the last few years since her debut in AEW. She had a massive reaction at AEW. She's very loved by fans. She's a very good wrestler. Um, wh- however you feel about, about it, like, you know, if you're not super excited because you just don't care because she's been in and out of wrestling, I think that's a little crazy because she's awesome. Um, but I am excited that she is coming back to wrestling, Tom. I think it's great to see that she is in a mental state, um, whether like to, to come back to work. I I'm all for everyone being happy. I want people to be able to live, be happy, not yes. have social anxiety or mental uh, problems that are going on that are preventing yes, you agree. from living daily. Obviously sure. big advocate of that. Um, is it exciting? I think for a lot of people, seeing her come back is. I think a lot of people are going to question: Is it's a one-off? Is this one and done? And then yeah, a lot I of people are going to. A lot of people also ask more than that after. Well, how much more are you going to do? I think it's important in situations like this just to take it one show at a time. If you're a fan of her, let's enjoy sure. it for the one show and let's see where it goes. I, I just wouldn't try to put any pressure that doesn't need to be there right now. Because sure. obviously she's not signing anywhere beforehand. So yep. let her live out this time, work the show, and they can move on from there. And we'll see where it goes. Sure. Um, let's talk about uh, your uh, part of this. Tell us about Tony Deppin. T- Tony Deppin's Deppin? Who is Tony Deppin? Tony Deppin's uh, Beer House. Brujas, I don't know shit, and I'm tagged in every one of these tweets. Tell me about the show that Mr. Tony Deppin is putting on uh, that you guys are working with. Sure. So on April the 10th on IWTV Live from Tampa Bay, from the Bay Brewery, Tony Deppin presents Brujas. Uh, Tony has gone out of his way gracefully to make sure a lot of the displaced workers from a previous company who weren't going to be able to travel to Tampa for mania due to this company going under most people that don't have a per se wrestling home from this company going under Tony wanted to make sure they still were taking care of mania week and that they come down they transportation, they had lodging. So we're putting on the show for those workers to make sure they are covered moving forward. And the show is going to be a banger, man. The main event for the first time ever is JD Drake. Versus Jordan Oliver. We went totally old school and totally new school with this one. And I think from a stylistic standpoint, the matchup's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I sent a bad link there. I was trying to put a link here in the in the comments, though. There is a GoFundMe for this show. Um, if you go to the website, uh, or not even the website, I'm sorry. If you go to the account, which is Deppens Beer House, Deppens, D-E-P-P-E-N-S-B-I-E-R-H-A-U-S, like all German-like, because if you don't know this, Deppen is a beer brewer. Um, you can uh, go there. They have a GoFundMe set up. Please support them. Please let them, like, it is expensive to put on an independent wrestling show. Um, I have heard this from Tom, as you've put a help put on a few shows over the pandemic, which is what a time to do that shit. Um, but hey, it's it's pretty cool, and I think uh, I think it's awesome that 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 Deppin is doing this, and it'll be great. You'll see some people from Synergy, which is no longer a thing anymore, which we've avoided talking about on this show for on purpose. Um, but it is uh, 
he like so those some of those guys like Casey Casey Catal, Brandon Kirk will be there, some other guys that you'll listen, 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 I'll, I'll leave it at this. Any of the announced talent that was gonna be on the show is gonna be on the show. Um which I'll is great. Leave it. I'll leave that it there. show we, looked like it was gonna be awesome. We tried to take care of every single person we could have going into this show to make sure if you were booked on the show, you'd be on the show. And I know sure. some names got leaked and released, and I, I, I won't acknowledge certain names, but for most of you out there, you probably have an idea who's going to be there. Um, sure. It's to support the talent. I got into this during the pandemic last summer to make sure some of these talents were taken care of. I know how hard it was for a lot of these indie workers who just didn't have a home last may and june there was no shows and sure. this kind of hit home so that's where we're at and i i'll make sure the show's gonna rock and i will make sure the talent gets taken care of check it yep. out again april the 10th at noon on iwtv mania weekend iwtv is very cheap you should buy it anyway it's ten dollars a month and you get a whole crap ton of shows you get every company in their catalog for 9.95 a month it's crazy. And Conrad is here from Everything Pro Wrestling. What is up, my my friend? Thank you for joining us. Queen of the Indies says that there should be coasters handed out at the show. And she also says to make sure to wish Casey a happy birthday on the 9th. I will wish Casey a happy birthday because she's a Mavericks fan. And it is always <laughs> Ma it is Mavs fan for life, baby. <laughs> Good people. So Let's move on to uh, the final topic, and we do have one question from uh, from Metal Mike uh, from the Call of Wrestling show. He sent me a question he'd like us to address on the show before we end for the night. But let's talk about this big one. This weekend, very first ever pay-per-view on Peacock. Why am I band directing with my hands as I'm doing this? Like, yeah, I started it. It works yeah, well. Geez, you like, just look, move look, it all look. in and out. Come on. I'm fucking, I look, feel like, like I'm from a green screen with a mic. So out here you have the clouds. <laughs> and the clouds are here, folks. Like, I'm, like what is I'm I like doing this shit. as as if I'm like, lose yourself in the music moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that's for you, buddy. They're in the Detroit there. A little Eminem. <laughs> A little Marshall uh, on your St. Patrick's Day, folks. A little Marshall on St. Pat. What's wider than than you know bumping Eminem on a wrestling show on St. Patrick's Day? Let me get a Guinness. <laughs> WWE Network has their first ever show on Peacock this weekend, and we kind of alluded to a little bit to some of our worries about it. There was a big thing you wanted to talk about on the show that's not yeah. happening from, or not happening with the 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 the, the, the partnership crap. Yeah, so as, as you got Tony, and as I've got, we've all got the dreaded WWE Network email. We were all told when this deal went through, your accounts will migrate over to Peacock. Peacock spending billions of dollars to acquire the 1.4 million user base. Your account for WB Network will cancel. Please sign up at Peacock. Have you lost your minds? Like, how was there no transition into this? How wasn't this one of those, hey, Please sign up for Peacock. All WB Network will be there from February till March. W Network will end on February X. Nope. Just end it. Move forward. It's a terrible business. They're going to lose so many users. Tony, yeah. on a scale of one to streaming services, how many do you think most people have they pay for a month? Well, I can tell you how many I have. Um, okay. I have I have Disney+. Plus. Um, and I have it in the package with the because, you know, they do their bundle where you get ESPN plus Disney plus and Hulu. So I have all three of those. Right. We have Netflix, of course. I don't have cable. I have YouTube TV. OK. Um, and actually, because I took that break from wrestling before I came back, I haven't re-upped any of those. So I don't have any of those. So I'm at I'm at five. 
if you count also that I pay for PlayStation Network, that's a six because that has that gives you some games and some other mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I pay for very many things. So Quite here's the thing things. that I'm trying to get at. Wouldn't the smarter decision been not to intellectually cancel X amount of contracts that were paying you money per month that mm-hmm. may not have noticed they were paying you money per month? Like True. who also, ends a reoccurring I, payment? Thank you. I have New Japan, um, WWE. Uh, also, I forgot about HBO Max. I have about ten streaming services. I pay about any fantasy footballs you're paying for monthly, gaming no, sites, hell. betting sites. Well, listen, that's not that's personal information. No, no, I meant. Ma- oh, like subscriptions? <laughs> like yes, like, yes, 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 yes. No, God, no, God, oh, okay. no, no. It will actually technically because ESPN Plus gives you access to the Pick Center, so you can see all the insider shit. Busted. So yes, you got me in a trap there. Busted. <laughs> but you're right. It, that's a lot of streaming services. You're you're losing these people right? like me that signed up for like signed up for WrestleMania last year and then didn't watch wrestling for twelve months. So it's like you got $120 out of me and I didn't even know you were getting it. Like here, I'll I'll say it like this. I, I I have a friend who's very well off who's been a wrestling fan his whole life, kind of fell off the last five years, right? But because he's at the point where you don't look at the WWE network payment coming out of your account when you're at X point of life, he yep. didn't realize until this email he still paid for it. Like they've literally collected on him for the last four years. <laughs> and he didn't know until they canceled him. That's hilarious. It's it's bananas, right? And I, I don't understand why they would uh, why they would do this. Uh, it is crazy. My glasses are falling apart, and I feel like that's a, <laughs> as good a time as any to tell you guys we did launch a Patreon today. Yes. So if you could go to patreon.com slash shoot sports ish, if you would like to, we have tiers that are from a dollar up to thirty dollars a month. The thirty dollar ones include tons of merch that you get throughout the year, and the Patreon puts together. So uh, there'll be it. It's every show on the network, so you can. There's several different tiers and things you can take a whole episode to talk about the stuff we do. But bonus episodes, early releases, Q and A's, monthly roundtables, uh, and at some point, if you depending on the tier, you actually could be a guest host on the show at some point. Um, and then, of course, there's always merch on Patreon. Why isn't there? And I still have a ton of smart to death buttons from the last go around that I'm going to probably give out to like everyone that signs up until I run out of them. And Tom has a lot of wrestle great shit that he's just gonna send Tony to just give out to people too. Hey, listen, no, don't you redirect it. You can send it. You get ah, the password. We're not it. doing. We're not doing this like the old days. Whenever you like, when we first start talking, you're like, "Hey, you want all this shit that you can send out to your listeners?" And I still have like a thousand wrestle wrestling news <laughs> world cell phone credit card holders that nobody uses now because everybody uses the stupid. Little, uh, you know what we've been doing with them, Tony? We've been doing uh, sanitizers and putting them in there. They're like the sleeves for sanitizer bottles, so it kind of holds them. Yeah. Back to the topic, though. (laughs) Neville says, "Surely WWE is getting subsidized from uh, NBC to transition their accounts to Peacock. No way Vince would make a decision like this if he was going to lose money. Vince already won his money. We're not talking that. We're not saying Vince is screwed. We're saying God no, no, yeah, yeah." Absolutely, this has nothing to do with WWE. WWE has already made their money. Peacock could sell it for forty dollars a month, a hundred dollars a month. This has nothing to do with WWE. The migration has nothing to do with WWE. It's all about no. Peacock and the nonsense that you've given X billion of dollars and didn't even get the entire catalog of subscribers. It's not about WWE. 
You know what it says to me about Peacock, and maybe this is a stupid thing to assume. Do you see how bad this is? I get, I'm so distracted. Look at this tape. The Dudley Boys. Thank thank God my stimmy came in. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so you like the the big thing that's like it says to me that Peacock maybe doesn't feel very confident in their platform. Like, do they just not want to deal with potentially 1.4 million people being like, uh, so there's $10 a month. I'm paying for WWE and there ain't shit on here that's WWE other than I can watch Friends, I can watch The Office, and I can watch Parks, Parks and Recreation and Superstore. I'll, I, I'm not sure how I can direct that. I, I think I agree and disagree, but I'll say this to your point. I do feel if you converted everyone and the entire network's not on there until late July, August, yeah. that, yeah, you're probably going to piss a lot of people off and you may have to give out refunds. So... To that extent, maybe that was a strategy that I still hate. Convert the entire library. You've had months to do this. Stop it. Yep. Last topic of the evening. This question comes to us from, like I said, Mike from the Call Up Wrestling Show. Give me a minute. I'm stalling as I try to find it here. Where is this shit at? Uh, oh, I actually know what the question was anyway. He's asking, so Impact and WW, or sorry, no. <laughs> Impact and AEW are working together um, now, and they. Uh, so he's asking, "What are your thoughts on the pros and cons of the Impact AEW working relationship so far? Is Impact benefiting from this arrangement at all?" I'd actually like you to take this question. Awesome. Somebody. Um, oh, and somebody wants us to do a movie review of Ready to Rumble. I, I don't have two hours to watch that again and do a review. I, I completely apologize. Let's if do you want to do a lot along at some point, Tom, we can talk about it. But I. Let's do it live and live bet. On what? Just Not NBA on the side? Done. Yeah. Done. Next week, yeah. sign it up. We'll pick a day. Um, yeah, easy breezy. Done. Back to this question, though. I think that they've picked up a lot of momentum at first, right? We, we had Omega right. going over there at first. I think one of the problems is, besides the promo, is that the Impact fans know are taped. It's tough to get a lot of momentum. I think bringing Finn Juice over to Impact was cool. That helped Impact. That was New Japan helping them. It wasn't AEW. I don't think second private party there really did much to help them, right? Whereas with AEW, you've gotten the Good Brothers. You've gotten Callus. Let's face it. They've gotten the two they wanted to. You're going to have Kenny is probably the... AEW and Impact Champion when this is all said and done. I think AEW yeah. definitely wins in this. I think Impact expected a lot more impact, pardon the pun, of people jumping board and saying, hey, what's this? Way more impactful to society. And it just it wasn't because, again, there's no fans in buildings. So you can't judge anything. And I'm sorry right now, just adding Kenny Omega to one show with no fans, and he may be the best wrestler in the world, right? Top three, doesn't matter. It's not doing anything for you long-term no. right now. No, it's not. No, I, I don't think that they are – I don't think the impact is really benefiting here because, like you said, you're not I, – I, I talked to you about this last week. I think I can't, it wasn't on the show, but it was on the phone. We're, we're yeah. on the phone chit-chatting because yeah. we're, you know – in our 30s and we're parents so that's what you do uh anyway we're talking about wrestling and we're talking about you know why they sent private party over 
but then that was like a one-time thing. You had Kenny over. Right. There's a lot of talent that's on AEW Dark. Why are they not working Impact? Impact's roster is pretty thin. Would they not benefit from, I don't know, Jungle Boy and Marco lost today? Why are Jungle Boy and Marco not working Impact Tag Team's division? Or just Jungle Boy by himself going to work with Rich Swan or Chris Bay? All those things, or Luchasaurus working with Jungle Boy against the Machine Guns, who can help them, those type of things, right? Oh, yeah, put uh, Luchasaurus over there to give some give somebody right. against Moose. My biggest Luchasaurus thing, Luchasaurus versus Moose would be so dope. My biggest thing and the easiest one to me, right? The easiest one. Why is Brian Cage not working matches there? Oh, we know why he's not working matches there. There's probably some bad blood between those two. No. Is there not? Stop it. Oh, okay. Sarcasm. I see. No, what I'm saying, though, is in the ideal world, right? A guy like a Brian Cage or a Will Hobbs should be going there and killing people. Mm -hmm. Impact can get a tryout from a talent on the indie scene, right? Hey, we're going to bring you in just a tryout match. All good. You're going to work Hobbs. He's an AEW talent who just has to face somebody that we had on our per se roster. Sure. He destroys him in a squash. Who's that hurting besides helping everyone? Indie worker gets a payday. Hobbs can warn, learn to work bigger, and bigger is a big man. Like, Impact gets a talent? Yeah. Uh, uh, young Graf, who's been hanging out with us all night tonight. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Hope you're following us on at Smart to Death in the network at Shoot Sports Ish. Brian Cage's wife works for Impact, so I doubt it's bad blood. You think that... And I'm not saying you're wrong, by the way. You you could you very well could be right. It's so weird with wrestling. You think that though, but sometimes there's bad blood with just the war, just the man, and not the wife, and vice versa. I think it's really cool, by the way, that that's happened recently because it never was like that before. Never. If you had no. you had beef with one, you had beef with both. Yeah. Most recently, though, I can admit working with a, a couple different people that. It's so equal opportunity if you're on the same level and scale that oh, I beef with him. Fuck him. I don't care. I beef with her. Fuck her. I don't care. I'll call the other one. Like, no one has an issue with it anymore. You're absolutely right. Sure. Like, and, and I think I'll, I'll hold my thoughts, but there's at least 12 different couples that have one or the other on each different show between AEW and WWE right now. Sure. Yeah, um, I think that's an interesting thing to talk about. But the, but getting back to the main point of the topic is is yeah, no, I don't think be- impact is benefited. And AEW could, I mean, like AEW is already benefiting because they're getting the Good Brothers every single week, and like that is a huge benefit to them because there's a major storyline going on with it. But like you look at Impact's roster, and I don't watch Impact every single week or ever really, so I don't know what's going on there. But they, they also got I, Kenta for for two between that whole relationship per se. They got Kenta sure, for two. sure, but it's still, just adds yeah, what they've got. And AEW is always going to benefit more, but like even if AEW sends over some of their farm talent, let's call it, why don't they send them over? Um, uh, Young Graf has another great point. This is fantastic stuff he brought up here. What I didn't like was the Butcher and the Blade joining Matt Hardy brand. Why didn't they just go to Impact and work? That Dude, is a brilliant suggestion. That is I, such a good suggestion. Because Impact's tag division doesn't have anybody. They just lost the Rascals. Number one. And the they lost, sh- and they don't have the North anymore because Ethan Page is gone. And Shelly can't travel right now, so Staben's teaming up with James Storm. Um, the fact of the matter is, though, 
Butcher and Blade are in, like, some of the best physical shape of their life, and I feel awful because they should be getting a push. They should be getting time on a program right now. Both guys yes, are working could. their ass off. And, yeah, you're right. I don't like it either. They tossed him in a program with Matt Hardy, and I'm just like, but why? But where did – why? Why? Sure. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I don't know. That's a great question to talk about, though. Impact, it, and it's not yeah. Impact's doing. It's just it's probably AEW not wanting to send. That, like I don't know anything, obviously, but my suggestion, my not my suggestion, my guess would be, <laughs> my if I were to if I were a betting man, I would put money on the fact that is probably AEW not wanting to send their talent over. Not that Impact doesn't want it. Look, we we had the rumors or talks or whatever you may take of them of Sammy Guevara working there and then not working there because of a storyline and then we haven't seen anyone thereafter so it is interesting it is very very interesting anyway guys that is the end of this week's episode of smart to death we appreciate you guys for checking us out if you are still here at the show if you could if you made it to the end why not take a few extra moments to go ahead and at the end of this episode when the song is over like bang the fuck out of this jam from from ant won't stop because i love our my intro song or our intro song but go down below, hit five stars, leave a review, say Tony and Tom are the best podcasters uh, ever, and you should review them. Five star frog splash review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, do that. If you are watching on Periscope Young Graph, please go over to youtube.com slash shooting sportsish. Subscribe. Check out our sports content, too. Um, but uh, thank you guys for checking us out. Follow us everywhere. Check out all the great stuff on at shoot sportsish. But uh, we'll be back this weekend. We'll have. The channel, the YouTube channel is going to be popping this weekend. We're going to have like March Madness previews every day, March Madness recaps every day. We'll have a WWE Fastlane recap somewhere smacked in there. I don't know. Maybe a WWE Fastlane prediction show. Maybe somebody wants to do. I can't apparently, promise that Apparently, one. we're watching Ready to Rumble on a betting show, so maybe that'll happen at some point, too. Who knows? We'll, ha- we'll do it after March Madness. Because <laughs> from okay, Thursday good. Good, to good. every th- Yeah, for the rest of this month, I'm glued in to March Madness and, and wrestling. And that's it. No, no ready to rumble yet. But for Tom, I'm Tony. This song is dope. We'll see you next week. So who is you expecting to choose for wrestling news? Rumors and predictions, collecting the views. We paid our dues and we got nothing to lose. Coming straight from the hearts of two respectable dudes. Don't be confused. We're talking pay-per-views and upcoming cards. We're number one in your ears and number one in your hearts. There's a new show every week. It ain't that hard to check. I would like to welcome you to Smart to Death. <laughs>